Hey, everyone, this is the Drew Spirience, the show that's 80% combat sports and 20% everything else. I'm your host, the handsome rambling, handsome rambling Jew, a.k.a. the Hebrew Hammer. And today I got <laughs> two big returnees. These are like, like I actually had these two when I started my podcasting journey. And, you know, they're there. They have them among the most views and plays. One is a successful owner coach and former Muay Thai fighter of Andrada Muay Thai. He is the one, the only, he could be mistaken for Brent, uh, UFC flyweight, former champion, Brendan Moreno, uh, <laughs> Jason Andrada. And the one next to him is she's officially now remember she's officially now a licensed massage and, uh, and re and rehabilitation therapist for, uh, all athletes. She's uh, also has a big announcement to make in terms of what she's doing with um, her uh, career. And she's the one, the only, she is also famous for rehab being um, the, the, the UFC Shevchenko sisters, Valentina, the flyweight champ, arguably the greatest uh, among the greatest fighters ever. And her sister, Antonina La Pantera Shevchenko. She's the one, the only, the beautiful and the most down to earth Cindy Hernandez, a.k.a. Happy Panda. Welcome back to the Drew Spirience, guys. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, Drew. It's good to see you guys. It's a pleasure. You know, when you guys say yes, it's like when returnees come on, whether it's a second or third time, it's like it's a big deal. So that's uh, that means more to me because there's plenty of others that will get when someone on only once and then they'll never have them on again. So it's important to have some repeats sometimes. Definitely. We had such a great time the first time as well. Yeah. So. This is just for more fun. Always okay. great talking to you. Yeah. Ah, same here. Especially like where I send you my crazy ass memes. Like I think it, I think I I uh, I firebomb your DMs with the, the craziest memes. Like people ask me like what what is on your Instagram, and I say it's a mix of uh, car accidents, people falling, <laughs> amateur jackass. So Jason, I'm really sorry. I do. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry for for all the the memes I firebomb you with. All good. I appreciate the the humor. <laughs> Perfect. So, guys, how's it been, man? Since uh, the last time, so last time I had Jason on, he was cornering Valentina before her fight with Jessica Andrade and Cindy. You were in the midst of really working to get your accreditation back and your uh, license to do what you do now. So, what's uh, how did twenty twenty one end for you guys? Uh, it, it ended kind of like the same way it started. Uh, <laughs> It, it, it went pretty good. Uh, just stayed busy with uh, with uh, a few of those UFC fights, and then uh, getting my my fight team uh, a lot more action. Um, and we're I mean, we're starting off this uh, this year good, getting uh, getting these guys busy, uh, getting them some more experience, building up some of the the uh, the new guys um, that uh, they're about to make their their fight debut. Um, never been in a ring before. So I get a lot of responses from people. They're always afraid to, to get hit or, you know, they don't think they can do it. And the best thing you can do is just start, start training. And uh, yeah, just getting those guys that have never trained, have never fought before, getting them on the path to uh, living their dreams. All right. And what about you, Cindy? It's been a crazy year for you too. Since, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. 
you know, or bouncing, you know, I manage the gym for Jason on top of that, you know, I do my own sports and medical massage therapy and, you know, working with the fighters here and their families. Now everyone's been kind of referring out. Uh, I did recertifications all last year for sports massage and medical. So I do, um, I do medical practitioner massage work as well, which is awesome. So I've been working with even infants as well and pediatrics and then as old as geriatrics as well. So my realm is like, gone completely broad, but it's awesome to get people educated that massage and recovery go hand in hand, but it doesn't have to be always gentle, soothing and relaxing. It's let's get the issues addressed and fixed. So you don't live life feeling okay. You feel great. Cause that's where we're at. And that's, you know, that's the biggest thing that Jason says when people ask him how he's doing. And he's like, I feel super great. And it's like, that's how people should respond. And so saying, oh, I'm okay. You know, I woke up a little creak in my back. My neck's a little tight. It's like, oh, we want people to be doing their best at optimum performance. So it's been going really great. Super important. I definitely agree with that because now that I'm back into training uh, too, because like they opened up the gyms here, I'm right. realizing all the neglect I've had on my stretching. So now <laughs> I understand why you're you're saying stretch, yes. put the videos out. I, I'm understanding. And by the way, this is just a shout out to um, the sensei from my school, uh, Michelle. Uh, sensei Michelle has like been on my case, but it's for good reason. He's like, you need to. He's like, you need to get mobile. He's like, otherwise you're gonna have surgery and you don't want that right exactly i tell people like, you can avoid all the bigger issues address it now while it's a little bit going on a little stiffness because if you wait till something completely blows out then there's you're, that's a whole nother process of recovery we don't want that yeah we don't want that so <laughs> i need to stretch more <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're like you're like ripped and shredded like i see your stories no, like anymore that, that 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 was that was last year that was uh <laughs> That was 2021 when I fought and uh, I'm not, I'm not really too big right now, but you know, I'm, I'm probably up at like 160, 165. Um, just, but it's just, a healthy. Yeah. Saying is staying in, you know, staying uh, active and yeah. staying mobile on uh, my morning workouts. Just mm-hmm. keep doing the same thing I've been doing. I just got sick of uh, posting up all the bag work. Cause it, it just looks the same. Uh, <laughs> It's like, it's like repeating the same post over and over again, but yeah. Um, yeah, I need to be, I need to stretch more. So, uh, you know, I, I tell, tell the students, you know, do, do what I tell you, not what I do. You know, I, I don't, I don't stretch enough. I should. I, I should too. I mean, especially like when I do leg days on Mondays, I always like just get lazy. Like, ah, forget it. I'll do it. Now it's like, I got to do it because, um, let me ask you something, Cindy, because, you know, you're an expert on the massage and all that. When you start getting little shocks like on your feet, like under your feet, that's a sign you need to start really stretching. Right. That's the breaking point. It, that, well, that that's a little part of the breaking point might be going past that. So the biggest thing, like I tell people, when you're getting those little shocks, those little ooh, little surprises on the bottom of your feet, especially when it's more towards the arch and the heel, that's beginning stages of, you know, shin splints. Uh, it could also be plantar fasciitis, all things that are workable, but people go to treat it first immediately at where the pain site is. And a lot of them underestimate on how much that's actually affecting from the tightness from your calves and the tightness on your shin. So your tibialis. And if you don't address those issues first, your constant tightness is still going to build there. So address the tightness that's far away first, mm-hmm. but it alleviates all the pressure that's going on down there. But definitely you're going to want to start 
yeah, foam rolling those shins, foam rolling the calves. It's not fun. And I all people are like, how are they doing it? I'm like, it sucks. I'm just grinting. My I'm biting down on my teeth when I do it. But if I don't, I get those little tweaks too going on the bottom of my feet. Yeah. And especially now that I'm back and going to be competing once I shed this COVID 40, I went from 185 <laughs> to COVID to 220. I'm a heavyweight right now, but I'm not, I'm never going to fight. Ah, depends on karate and Muay Thai, but I got to get this. I got to get down to like, I got to get my, my, my friend Mo, who uh, like used to who corners me says, you got to get down to 180 or fight weight. My walking weight is 185, 190. So just for those who know, like I'm open about it. I don't care but if you want, I don't, cause I, cause at the end of the day, it's going to motivate someone to get off the couch and start training. And then I'm going to get messages be like, Hey, if I could do it, why can't you? And my excuse is Uber eats. <laughs> <laughs> so easy to hit that button <laughs> oh man cheese bread it's so you can save so much money yeah you can save so much money cook at home cook i at mean home. well awesome the good news is i eat at home now because i live on my own so i don't have to live um like uh, like because i was living with like my with uh, i was living at home before so i had to eat like kosher because because i'm jewish but you know i don't believe in that you know it's just but that's <laughs> That's just like, I like, I like freedom of choice. So if I'm going to eat pork, I'm going to eat pork. If I, so that's what I love. But my new diet now is, uh, it's kind of carnivore where it's like a lot of horse meat, bison, uh, steak, veggies, breakfast is mainly fruit with poached eggs and, uh, it's and just water, no soda, just black coffee. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm I'm not trying, I'm doing it. It's going to take time, but it will come. It takes time, but it's worth it, man. Exactly. It is. It is. So 2021 ended on a very good note for everyone here. Like, I mean, I, I, I my podcast is, well, it's not about me. It's more about the guests. Uh, but uh, Jason, you know, Andrada got a big boost when, uh, when uh, Valentina, the bullet Shevchenko said that she's training at the Andrada because she did mention an ESPN, which was a great way to put awareness out. Uh, Cindy, you became a, you, you started branching out into more like areas now. So, Basically, with 2022, how has 2022 been for? I know we're only three months in, but I feel this has been like a better start to every for everybody this year. I mean, last year was good. Uh, this year is this year is going to be good. It's all what you want to make it. It's going to be good. It's going to be good for sure. Make it good. You gonna you gonna corner? You guys gonna corner Valentina uh, in June? Gonna go to Singapore probably? Uh, uh, I don't want to go to Singapore. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I'm not, Jason doesn't like, I have my passport. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like traveling too much. You know, I think, uh, I think Jacksonville was, uh, was far enough. And then the Andrade fight was here. So, um, I, I, I don't know what she's planning to do. She's, she's still in, uh, she's still back home, um, with her, with her family. So, uh, I haven't, I haven't seen her, uh, since, uh, the last fight, uh, since, uh, Antonina's last fight. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, when they, when they call me, I pick up and I, I go train. So, you know, that's, uh, I, I do my job. Get it <laughs> nice. Done. Nice. So they're in Kyrgyzstan. Yeah. They're in Kyrgyzstan. So I think uh, I was talking to Cindy about it. They, they, they've done so much like they, you know, they've, they've, they've been great company women, you know, doing what they need to, like, they, they, they deserve a break. Like, you know, let, let them uh, enjoy their homeland for a bit. I want to go to Kyrgyzstan. Now. I want to do that horseback riding thing. You see the horseback riding thing? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. That was amazing. 
they haven't seen their mom in over two years with everything yeah, that so, happened yeah. with the pandemic. And mm-hmm. that's their biggest relationship there, of course. And so for them, I know it's to be that far away from their mom, not being able to, for her mom, not even to be able to come here. It's big for them to be able to have that time, quality mm-hmm. time. It's right now for them, it's catch up quality and just making those memories and enjoying their country and spending mm-hmm. time with people. Mm-hmm. It's in, yeah. Well, the mom's like uh, the mom is the president of the Muay Thai Federation and, uh, <laughs> Kyrgyzstan. It's a family business, man. (laughs) That's nuts, though. Like, it's crazy how, like, you guys basically um, became, it's crazy how, like, basically, like, that Muay Thai connection brought you guys together. So when she made that announcement, say, hey, I'm at Andrada, did that, like, help raise awareness? And then did you get more, like, students coming in, be like, hey, I saw Valentina's announcement, so I'm here to train. I just want to start. I I get it. I get a handful of guys that come come by and have, have mentioned it. Um, I mean, I get I get people from recommendations from all over. I get visitors from out of town that have watched me fight before. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people just hearing about me online and seeing my reviews um, and just just all over different, different, uh, you know, people hear about me from different places. So mm-hmm. it's uh, I, I never know where where they where they get me from. It's crazy. How's it been for you, Cindy? Like since uh, that announcement was made, like have you been getting like more? Uh, I mean, it's now it's broad because like you're doing with pediatrics and medical, but like has it been like? like how do you plan your schedule around it with uh, with all the bookings? Like it must be pretty tough. It's hard to say now. It definitely is, but I think it's. I think one of the biggest things, and it's also like speaking in regards to like the gym, we've never really had to advertise as individuals no. or anything. Um, we've never paid for marketing billboards, none of that. Our biggest thing is referral. Um, we are who we are, you know, granted, we may not be for everybody. You know, some people want different styles. Some people want different personalities, but when people have walked in here for students and memberships, 90% of the time, when they tell us that, um, they were, they were referred, it's either a previous student or somebody that knew somebody that came to the gym either one weekend once. And had an amazing time and just told their friends because they were in Vegas. Mm -hmm. So like having that impression on people, that impact where it makes them want to share that experience and have their friends succeed on that experience as well, because now they're in Vegas. It's awesome. And then my clients, like I tell people, it's um, like I've gotten messages and like you you get the messages from people like, oh, I don't, you know, I see different faces all the time. I'm like, well, because once my clients are on their own and doing great, I'm not going to see them, but every six to eight weeks for maintenance. So that's my biggest thing. If I'm seeing somebody every single day for every month, I'm not doing my job right. I want to get it to the point. I grant, I love my clients. They're amazing. And I'm lucky enough that I get to choose who I work with. But at the end of the day, I want them to flourish. And if they have to see me less for that, great, because that means I did my job. Exactly. Exactly. And then, then you get a, you get a small break too. So it's more you time for you and Archibald who could not be yeah. here. To, Archibald Hernandez. The <laughs> Yo guys, I'm by, I'm, I don't know. I don't, I'm going to make this announcement. I'm buying a German shepherd or chow chow. I don't know why I want a chow chow or a German <laughs> shepherd soon. That's a one day. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot that's of shedding. That's a, that's a hairy situation right there. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to give my, I'm going to name my chow chow after the, the Chinese premier. You know, you got to culturally appropriate a bit, you know, you want him to feel powerful and I got to give my German shepherd, uh, my future German shepherd, like a German name. You know, you want him to feel like some ties to, to their homeland. I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking smack here. Don't worry, but it's, in it's in the goals that those it's between those two dogs. I want it's going to be Harry, but, or a Belgian Malinois, but those dogs are psychotic. <laughs> I don't know what to like having a French bulldog. Like, I mean, Archibald, like he seems pretty simple. Oh, he's not. He's it's like having a permanent three-year-old. That's the best. Like it's like I we I also got um, two Yorkies at home and they're quiet and mellow and just like live life. But Archie's just all over the place. He sees people. He's like, oh, I have new friends. And he just wants to run up to them. And yeah, he's 30 pounds. He's a big breakfast burrito, as I like to call him. <laughs> he means well, but he's just obnoxious. <laughs> but he's my love bug. He's a unit. <laughs> he is. He's massive. He can trip. He trips me on a daily basis. So yeah, he can. Yeah, he, he's done it a few times here at the gym. So I got to be careful. <laughs> Has he tripped you, Jason? No, no, <laughs> no he, he, he'll, he'll run into my shins and then, and then back off. <laughs> it's like the, He's gone full on, like he'll yeah. charge, like to tackle because bulldogs naturally herd. And he's gone straight into Jason and then just like walked away. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't what know that. <laughs> what kind of dogs do you have, Jason? I mean, I keep forgetting. I don't have any dogs. <laughs> I, I have a plant. <laughs> I'm not good at taking care of animals, man. It's, <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's it's. I don't have time. For, I don't have time for that right now. You've been doing I, good I, with the plant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my. I mean, my plant bit has been going up and down. It's you know, sometimes if I get to water it, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll leave for a couple of days and then it'll be a little dry and then I'll start taking care of it for and then I'll get healthy. But then I forget to water. You know this. It's, it's, it's a situation, man. Isn't it crazy how like, we're just better at taking care of like others, but we can't take care of like, like, no, it's like, I, I have a plant too. My mom gave me two plants. She's like you need two plants for your apartment. I was like, no, I don't want it. And she kind of forced it on me. So I, I and like, and I, and she's like, how are the plants? I'm like, they're, they're, they're semi alive. Like, I'm like, you want my honest opinion? It's like, I'm not <laughs> taking care of them. Sorry. I'm so, I listen, she loves plants. I, I didn't want it. I live like in a forest at home, but I like, it's my time out. That's what I like. It's, it's, you know, my time off my phone, uh, you know, not thinking about clients, work, any of that. It's my time to kind of just reset, focus on something else, but that's how I use it. It helps me in that aspect, but yeah. Uh, yeah. You a little chili plant. Yeah. You get your little peppers. Yeah, my, my, I only have it because my little brother gave it to me for <laughs> Christmas or you know, a couple of years ago. So uh, otherwise I wouldn't have any plants either. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah, it's. I mean, for me, I just recently bought myself a Nintendo Switch to like get away from being on this, <laughs> on like on like social media and like you know just to get away because so, I'm like and I got Pokemon because mentally I'm I'm physically I'm 30 years old but mentally I'm 12 so I'm playing <laughs> playing Pokemon again like I'm cool like that. Some people are like no you shouldn't be playing. It's like no you know what you need to find something that you need to separate from. Okay, for me it's playing video games right now because I need something different other than like constantly promoting but it's it's important to separate like you do your yeah. gardening jason does chili sells chili plants <laughs> is that your new side hustle no no i i only do this man it's i'll, I'll go watch a movie sometimes 
but uh, or I watch a lot of movies at home, but I, I'm here quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> business owner. Did you watch, speaking of movies, did you guys watch the new Batman yet? I just yes. watched it last night. <laughs> Same here. No spoilers. What did you guys think of it? It, it, I mean, I liked it, but Christian Bale, man, it's it's a hard Batman to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was uh, so it, it's a bit more real. It's mm-hmm. like if if uh, if Batman was uh, a little bit more real, you know, because he's uh, a little bit more vulnerable. But um, yeah, uh, Christian Bale's uh, version of Batman and every other every, every other one before was uh, pretty uh, untouchable. Now, uh, I mean, except for when he fought Bane, but um, yeah, this one's a little, a little bit more. Uh, he he could take some. He could take some. Well, he's he's took some shots, <clears throat> yeah. and then. Uh, but man, DC movies are so dramatic. It's like it's like watching a freaking soap opera, man. I, as it's like one emotion. It's just kind of sad all the time, dark and gloomy. Like every DC movie is like that. And uh, this, I mean, that's why I like Marvel a, a lot more because it's like watching a comic book come to life. In DC, you feel it's like they're trying to bring that realism to a too much to a degree, and it's kind of like and it's too much CGI, uh, too much, too much drama, too much, you know, too much emotions, man. It's like where's the action, the comedy, the you know, you can have some drama, a little bit of romance, but man, it's. I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, the aspect of DC movies, but Christian Bale's the the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Super great. I liked that. I think they did good. But yeah, it's like um, like Jason was saying, they made it more realistic, which I liked. Like they they didn't focus too much as well on the money aspect of Bruce Wayne. It was more of just him being a person, and mm-hmm. that's what I really liked. We got to see him more as an individual. Uh, so I, I really like the way it was. Three hour movie. I got hungry. I'm just saying. <laughs> so long. Like, watch the Titanic over again. Oh my God. Like you know what? I watched Titanic for 30 minutes, and I said, and I said, forget it. Even though it's James Cameron, like Terminator, I'll watch, but ter- Titanic, no. Yeah. <laughs> was Terminator three hours? Ter- uh, Terminator one was an hour and 50 minutes number two was two hours number three was i don't remember i mean i just i just look at a terminator there's number one there's number two and the rest are all garbage that's that's how <laughs> yeah only when arnold's in it well, even the, after. three hours huh the key is not feeling those three hours i mean i was okay with the time i was i mean i watched titanic when it when it came out in theaters i said through that three times oh my god yeah my my mom my mom wanted to watch it uh quite a bit quite a bit so i i went with her i remember when my dad took me to james bond for the first time and i was like six years old and he was like this is this is not a kid's movie but you're gonna come with me and and then after that i wanted to be like james bond that's why you know that's why you know like uh, like for me i love uh, like that's why you know like something like you know that's why i do martial arts i want to feel like i'm james bond sometimes you know he gets he gets the beautiful women that's why you know i like i have a thing for um like you know like i always like I, I, that's why i love you know sometimes i love eastern european women i love i love, I love i'm like james bond i love women from all around the world you know it's like that when you're <laughs> single so that's I mean, the that's thing 
That's how I got into Muay Thai. I, I watched Ong Bak in the theater and I wanted to do that. So I did. I wanted to introduce myself as James Bond and this and this one person was like, you're very weird. And I said, I know. <laughs> so that was when I was seven, but you live and learn. But Ong Bak, that's it. Everyone says Ong Bak is like one of the best Muay Thai movies. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's an amazing movie. I don't think it's one of the best movies, though. I mean, for me, uh, one of the best martial arts movies uh, was uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Oh, Jackie Chan. So good. So good. So good. It's a little bit more modern. It uh, has some great action in it, a little bit of comedy in it um it's a little bit more relatable to uh the uh the u.s uh the u.s demographic but um it's uh man i watched that movie when it came out in the theaters and and that was fantastic i was i was too lazy as a kid to to do anything with it though but yeah on box when it when that came out i wanted to do uh to do more to do more time see my dad was always watching bruce lee Mm -hmm. Bruce and he was always big into Warm up, stretching, recovery, mm-hmm. everything with it. And that was like a household thing. I'm like, this guy's fucking amazing. And just his mindset of just being just having that positive aspect of flow. Like Bruce Lee for me is amazing. But when you watch all those movies, Bruce Lee, um, what was the guy from Unbach? Uh Tony Jaw. Tony Jaw. And then you watch Jackie Chan movies. Those movies are amazing because they're doing their own stunts. So there's no these cutaways, and you're like, that's not the back of his head. It's him the whole time. So you're just like in awe of somebody doing all this. How about Jet Li too? I mean, Jet Li is someone we three amazing. Well, uh, who's the uh the in the, the Indonesian uh martial artist? He was in the raid, the raid oh, two. The raid, uh, yeah. He was in mile 22 uh fantastic fantastic uh actor martial artist he started as a stunt guy yeah. and he he got into the movies i forget the guy yeah he was in raid right. oh my gosh I mean, you ever watched me, raid? no for me like the martial arts movies that i grew up on were romeo must die oh, uh, <laughs> that's what you grew up on that's yeah like- man that's that was my introduction to martial arts movies like the ones i saw were blade one romeo must die uh double impact uh okay yeah those are those are the three that i remember because like uh because back in the dizzy when direct tv was illegal in canada you know we (laughs) somehow like my parents got it and we wanted american satellite we had the action channel because i wanted to watch the adult themed animes that you know you couldn't see on cartoon network but then i saw these movies and i was like hey this is pretty cool and that that was my introduction to the martial arts movies. Well, Mormio Must Die, I watched at my cousin's house because he said it's a really cool movie. And uh, yeah, that's 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 my that's my all-time favorite Jet Li movie. That was a great movie. Uh, what was the other one? I, I think it was Red Dragon that he was in. There's Kiss of the Dragon. There's The One. There's Cradle to the Grave. I don't remember Cradle of the Grave. And then DMX. Kiss of Kiss, yeah, Cradle of the Grave with okay. DMX in it. Uh, Kiss of the Dragon was was so so awesome. To um, uh, yeah, the one was entertaining. Jason Statham's always a good at good uh, act, good martial Amazing. artist as well. Yeah, that guy's discipline's insane with the work that he does. I love it. Oh, the movie Crank, classic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Good. Which one? Number one or number two? Number one, yeah. one. Number number two, they recycled it. It was like, it was like number one's good enough. Well, you, you don't need a sequel or the transporter or yep. yeah. yeah. Number one and two. They're, they made a third one, and the third one is you're like you're well, just asking the first transporter. The only, I, I, I don't like when they when they carry on 
do too much with it. It kind of, it kind of, you, you get that first uh, experience with the, the number one. And then like uh, the hangover. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The, the first one was amazing because it was new and fresh, the but face. then, <laughs> but then you get used to it and kind of like, you know, you, you can't, you can't re- you can't relive that hype. Second and third one were unnecessary. Also, also, Fast and Furious. I think we can. Can we all collectively agree they just need to end Fast and Furious? And no, they, no. They, <laughs> no, they they can go on to that that, that movie that, like that franchise. Space. What's next? They that like franchise. <laughs> they could keep going. They could go farther into space. Space never ends. They could go back in time. They need to go. Fast and Furious needs to connect with Doc Brown, and they need to soup up that DeLorean, and they need to go back farther in time. And maybe race against some dinosaurs. That's what they were saying. Like, like Vin Diesel said, yeah, we're thinking of doing a crossover with Jurassic Park. We're into like discussions with Steven Spielberg. And I was just doing like the shake my head emoji. Like, no, just please. If you're going to go that crazy, just please end it. Just, just, just end it. I mean, with gas prices so high, just end it. (laughs) What about expendables? Um, I'm divided on that one because I grew, I, I love Dolph Lundgren, but to watch all these guys in their seventies, like when like, the second expendables, they brought Jean-Claude Van Damme as the villain. And the way he like talks with his, with his French accent, where he's like, do not try to challenge me. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, and it sounds like, it sounds like a, he sounds like we say challenge. It sounds like a, like a stylist, like a, like a, like a hair salon's uh, very good stylist name, just the way he says it. By the way, I'm paraphrasing Ari Spears, the comedian, because he he says that joke where he said like he heard him. But yeah, it was weird. It's weird. You can't have all those old alpha males in one film. It's like they all want entertainment, though. It's so much entertainment. It's like those uh, WWE Royal Rumbles, those uh, where they get every wrestler in the cage and slugging it out. Yep. It's, it's just like one of those uh, or those uh, those um, fights in Japan where they have the 300 pound guy versus the one uh, 150 pound guy. It's, uh, it's it's just a shock value. It's entertainment. That's all it is. It's like there's no storyline. Like they'll get like they'll get like another famous actor to be the villain. Like in the first Expendables, it was Eric Roberts, then Jean Claude Van Damme, and then Mel Gibson. And now we don't know who the fourth. They're making a fourth one. Apparently, they wrapped up filming a fourth one. And nice. the rumors were they were going to put Pierce Brosnan in there. And I was like, no way. You put Pierce Brosnan in there, I will, I will watch that because I'm sorry to say, but Pierce Brosnan is the worst James Bond except for Goldeneye. <laughs> I would love it if they added Bass Rutan, though. I'm just saying. That personality is needed. <laughs> bring, bring back Sean Connery. Take him out of retirement. Well, he's dead. He dead, but we can bring him oh. up from the grave somehow. Right? Oh. oh, man. My bad. Okay. Rest so in I'm, peace. I'm sorry to all the Sean Connery fans out there. Fantastic actor. I'm I'm not aware of the news or... or uh, you know, uh, current, current events. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't keep up no. anymore with like who died, who became famous. Like you can't. So it's, it's okay. <laughs> Don't worry. It, it's okay. But like Sean, Con- could you imagine Sean Connery just being That'd brought be back? That would be amazing. I would, I would watch it. And with that, with that accent of his and like, but they, but the thing is for Sean Connery, I know him as James Bond, but you know how, the, how I best know Sean Connery from Celebrity Jeopardy with Trebek and Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> with uh will ferrell playing, yeah uh, playing uh, sean connery yeah oh, damn it trebek <laughs> <laughs> that's not what your mother says trebek <laughs> take the penis mightier for 400 <laughs> i remember that it's like you couldn't read it and it's like it's like it, the pen is mightier no the penis is mightier <laughs> And then it's like it's like it's like it's like with that mouse, with that mouse. No, but I kiss your mother. <laughs> Those guys, like I'm starting to say, but like that vintage SNL was like the height of like, like I would wake up. Okay, back then, like before the internet, we had Mad TV too. Do you guys remember Stuart from Mad TV and Coach Hines? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. Mrs. Swan. Mrs. Mrs. <laughs> oh, that's my mom's favorite character. Coach Hines. Yamanashi! Like they're, they're, they were genius. It's it's too bad. Like, or oh, Chappelle show. Let's oh. all agree. The Rick James skit yeah. is the greatest sketch <laughs> in sketch TV history, bar none. And the Prince basketball story. Everything else is like <laughs> inferior to it. It doesn't matter. The Rick James. Oh, Clayton Bigsby, Clayton Bigsby, <laughs> Clayton Bigsby, and Tyrone Bigum. I remember that. You can't one. beat oh, those two. <laughs> Way better than Rick James. Sorry, okay. sorry. Okay, okay. Bigsby and <laughs> Tyrone Bigum. Also, also when Dave Chappelle does like the Black Bush skit, where he's like, because at the time we can. This is like when George W was president, they like Dave's like, could you imagine if we had like at the time a black president? So they do like a black George W. Bush. It's the it's one of the great. That's another great one where like I it's. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, that oh, it's hilarious. It's like it's basically like if there was like a black version of George W. during the Iraq War, and they even have Jamie Foxx in it too. Like Jamie Foxx is another one that like he's another actor that can act. Like he can. He's going to be playing Tyson soon. That's amazing. Where does he rank for you guys? Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was really good in uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got more screen time. I really liked how they used so that Spider-Man movie was amazing. Yeah. It was, I it just was really I was good. completely surprised going into the whole thing. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Did such a great job. I mean, Jamie Foxx is up there as a as a as a complete uh, uh, entertainer. He's got the he's got singing, obviously. He's got acting. And you know, the Jamie Foxx show was hilarious back in like the the good days of TV. I thought. Yeah. In uh, Living with, Color. Living yeah, Color. Living Color. Yeah. The Wayne's the Wayne's Brothers. Oh yeah, I like oh, that, that show. So good. So good. You can't you can't do those shows today? Isn't it crazy oh, how like if they not at all it's like canceled it's like it's like there's no humor in it that man the 90s were wild i feel like the 90s were like the last decade you could do anything and not get in trouble for it yeah but but now those actors are getting in trouble because of things they said a decade yeah, ago yeah when uh the internet was first invented if you mm-hmm. on there then it's offensive so stupid. I, I honestly, the, like, it's uh, something tells me like there's gonna be like a big uh clap back to this whole cancel culture. And like, because like, I have a theory, okay, I'm not political, so like, let, let's just make that very clear. But in that 2024, if 
you know who I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to get canceled on YouTube. And then people are going to be like, oh, he's for, he's for, the, he's, for, he's for Trump. If Trump comes back in 2024, which could happen based on the way the world is right now, because, you know, it's playing into his lap. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. I think if he comes into power again, it'll be one cancel culture's done. Like everyone's going to be like, there's going to be a massive, massive clap back to this whole uh, offensive uh, generation. Cause people like you need to get off the computer. They need to, they need to do something like, like how do you have all that time to dig up people's past? Like, wait, like, doesn't it just amaze you guys? Like, you know, since like we're so busy, like how people could just do this. I mean, it's- there's a lot of people sitting around. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me too much. It's just the way the world works. You know, too people, much comfort. Weak yeah, shit. We, what, what's the poster you have? Weak shit breaks easily. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Weak shit breaks. They, they, the biggest thing is just like being hypersensitive and taking things so personally. It's like, it's not about you. It's just a joke. It's just the light humor. It's just somebody saying something, you giving it weight is giving that person more power and then making you more of an individual that's feeling like a victim. It doesn't need to go there. It's like, it's crazy. That's the biggest thing. Like I've, me and Jason are both, you know, very precautious on what we post and how we post and say Mm -hmm. things because somebody's going to take it the wrong way. But at the other end of that, people that go into a room and start just spitting some dark humor and really offensive, uh, really offensive language, man, you guys gotta, you guys gotta feel that room out a little bit. Like you guys get to got to get to get to know your audience. Like you can't be you can't be saying whatever you want either. So I mean I mean it works both ways. Yeah. And this is just know the crowd you're with because then otherwise yeah. like yeah man because you know people walk in say a joke and man that's just, that's just a horrible joke. It's <laughs> not funny at all. I, I don't even know you. Maybe if I knew you and I got the context a little bit. Huh. But if 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 people don't know you. And you want to say whatever you want to say, man, it's good luck. Good luck. Yeah, know your audience and timing is everything. Timing and, and context. Like don't follow them. That's my biggest thing. There. Could you believe this person said this? I'm like, why are you even watching it? If you don't like them, if you know they're going to say stuff like that, why are you even following them? Change the channel. There's no point for that. You know what I mean? All right. So it's super true. Like if, you're, if it offends you that much, why are you looking at it? Like you just curate social media. Like that's. That's what I do. You know, that's you, you can't um, like you can't get take everything offensively. So I'm going to ask you guys, you know, obviously we were talking. I was talking about video games. So, Jason, you got into fighting because of uh, Fatal Fury and Mortal Kombat. So Not Mortal is- Kombat. Not Mortal Kombat. Fatal Fury. Fatal Fury. That's that that, that gets Fatal all Fury? Fatal Fury is like. Uh, <laughs> so so Street Fighter was Capcom. Uh Mortal Kombat was Midway. Uh, Fatal Fury was SNK. It's a a Japanese. uh, I think they're all Japanese, but Mm -hmm. um, uh, SNK was a a Japanese brand uh, famous uh, on the Neo Geo uh, console. Was it? Mm -hmm. I think think that was the the console it was uh, it was on. So this uh, wasn't in the arcades. It was in the arcades too. The home console was in Neo Geo. And then, uh, like, uh, Samurai Showdown was another amazing video game. I remember that game. It's on from yeah. Capcom. Yeah. Such a great game. But, uh, yeah, uh, Joe Higashi from Fatal Fury. Amazing. So I give all the credit to Joe Higashi and then also Ongbok. For me, it's got to be 
Dolph Lundgren from Rocky Four because he does the same style of karate I do. And I'd even say Ken from Street Fighter in the video games. That's uh, okay. nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm not yeah. a Ryu guy. I like Ken. He's American, you know, so nice. Team- He's America, but man, that Street Fighter movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme was terrible. Did you guys ever watch that uh, one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when it came out, when it came out, wasn't he, wasn't he, uh, didn't, didn't he have some issues on the filming of that, that movie? Yeah. Like, so allegedly that's where his cocaine addiction started. To I didn't really want to say it, but you know, that's <laughs> someone get the Rick James cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So yeah, he, uh, maybe that it made the movie what it was, you know, can't, we can't turn back time. We just got to take it for what it is. They made guile, the main character, like you don't make guile, the main character, the main character is supposed awesome. to be, Guile's yeah, awesome. awesome. <laughs> it's Ken and Ryu. It's not Guile. It's Ken and Ryu. I mean, you got a, you have a good point, but Guile is still awesome. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. But then Van Damme did a movie. The it's the worst movie. Now it's fun to watch. Like when I'm really bored, like and I, if I'm on a Sunday night and I have nothing to do. Double double team with Dennis Rodman. Do you remember oh, that? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Like some <laughs> just really obscure yeah. B-rated just don't know what's going movies. on. Yeah, <laughs> great action movies. <laughs> Mickey like, Rourke's the villain. Did, like just anything Steven Seagal did. But I mean they're 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 hilarious. They're they're it's a cult following. Steven Seagal, you ever see that show he did where he's like a police officer in Louisiana and he's like and like people are like Hey, Steven, he goes to like the, the Spanish area. He's like, hey, he's like, you pass the homie. He's like, bro, we're in America. We're not in Mexico. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I got to speak your language. And then, and then he goes, and then he goes, uh, he goes around and it's like, uh, he goes to like, like a ghetto part and he goes, yo, what's up, dog? And the guy's like, Steven, you're an actor. You're not a cop. What, what, the, what the hell? And remember, do you guys remember that where Steven was like no. doing all these? <laughs> oh my God. Not at all. Oh my God. You gotta say, you gotta see, send me the, send me a clip of that movie on YouTube. I want to check that movie out. What's the movie he did with the Wayne's brother? Steven Seagal? Yeah. He did a movie with the Wayne, with one of the Wayne's brothers. The one that did, um, I know, I know there was an action movie like A Low Down Dirty Shame. The guy who did that one, it's the same Wayne's uh, brother. Oh my God. Damon Wayne's? Maybe Damon. Was Damon, Damon was the tall, tall one. Damon. There's Damon Wayans and Damon Wayans Jr. It was an older movie. Damon uh, Wayans, the cop, he was like a consultant detective or something like that. I remember that he, one. He, he did such a bunch of direct to movies. Like for me, when I think of Steven Seagal, like I remember under siege because like i used to have an obsession with trains as a kid the second one the first one was the battleship and the second one was like with the trains and like it's like and he's like doing like the knife trick with like his aikido and it's like trying to make aikido look like a legit martial art but it's like no do you remember will sasso from uh mad tv doing the uh the steven seagal impersonations snapping everyone's neck <laughs> I re- briefly remember the one thing I know about Steven Seagal, because the reason why I'm bringing his name up now is because there was a meme. Apparently, like I thought it was legit because Rogan posted it, but apparently it was a parody where CNN said Steven Seagal is in Ukraine helping the Russian forces. And it was like, no, and then it turned <laughs> out it was fake. And apparently he's banned from Ukraine because he's friends with Putin, Steven. Oh, 
There's a UFC. There's a UFC fighter that's fighting in the Ukraine. He's fighting in the Ukraine or yeah, fighting out a, of the Ukraine? He's, he's oh. in the army. Oh, they he, had went, him he in went full to go. Gear. Okay. They had him in full gear. And I think everything. a lot of the boxers, the, the Klitschko brothers. Klitschko, uh, that's yeah. sorry. Yeah. Usyk, Lomachenko, like they're all. Lomachenko. Those are tough people, man. Like you got to give them credit. Like they're putting like their fame on the line to defend their everything. country. Everything. Man, hats that's, off to them, man. That's, 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 that's bravery right yeah. there. Usyk, I became a fan of him after that because I wasn't. A, I'm always a fan of like the fighters that like have a personality and mm. Eastern because like the Eastern Europeans, except the Shevchenkos, they have more character. Like they have like some color to them because they're they're really American. Let's just be honest. Like they're they're from Kyrgyzstan, but they're they're like Americanized already. Like you guys adopted them. Like I'm not saying YouTube <laughs> America, but uh, like it's like they don't say much. But man, like just hearing like how how. Uh, what's articulate they are the ukrainian boxers like when you look at the translation and what they're saying it's like wow it's like i'm a fan like i love what they're doing right i mean because what they say will make worldwide news so they don't want to embarrass their country either look at look, look at some of the interviews and look at some of the the the, the stuff that gets posted of, of some fighters man you get blown up blown out of proportion mm-hmm. or you're just being obnoxious and you know people don't watch what they say but you know in this this day and age man it's if once it goes online it's on the it's forever known you know you're gonna make history it's it's that internet man the internet like you never like like you got the internet man it's like it's it's like we're living in a weird era because before you could just say stuff now with the internet it's like man your footprint's there forever like if you become famous like could be, you get a meme made out of it. I'll probably have a meme made out of me somehow from one of my interviews, but it's like, I just embrace it. It's like, okay, cool. It's publicity for me, but. What was the, what was the clip that we got with um, when Brendan Moreno was training with Valentina, they were doing an interview and they showed a clip of you training with Valentina. And they were like, Oh, here's a shot of Brendan Moreno training. And they kept go- I'm replaying it. I'm like, these guys don't know. <laughs> and it was, Oh my gosh. It was, like a, it was like a it was like a MMA experience. It was a podcast too, and they kept re-showing the same clip, and it was Jason's face. He had the shirt on, the Andrade shirt on, and I was like, "They're just gonna keep." Re-. I, I could, I got it sent from so many students that watch that podcast. I was laughing. They're like, they keep saying Brendan Moreno, and it's Jason in the clip, but it's 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 just. I think I, I think I remember somebody posting. I didn't get it Dink, at first. Dink sent that. Okay, I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get it at first. But now, now that makes so much sense. I didn't. I, I didn't catch that. Yeah, he's in the background the whole time. I was just dying laughing. That's that's nuts. That's like they, they don't get it, right? Like you see, that's how much. But what was that like with being with Brandon? Like when you met him, did you tell him like, "Hey, you know, people mistake me for you"? Did you get a chance to tell him that? I never brought that up, man. I I, I didn't. I don't want to be a weirdo. Like, hey, <laughs> hey man, we're the same. Uh, no, I, I did get, I did get a, uh, finally got a selfie with him. The one I, the back when I sent you. Yeah. Man, that guy is super nice. I, I like working with that guy. He's, uh, he's fun to, he's fun to train with, you know, not, not so much on the wrestling aspect. <laughs> um, I didn't go too much with him, but the striking boxing and, uh, and Muay Thai's, uh, the striking part of our training was really fun with him. Yeah. I, I liked it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Like, so like when you're with, when you're with them, like, um, 
do you feel like that this guy like should have beat do you guys do you think you guys think he won against Figueredo the last UFC like you didn't watch it huh? I, I, I don't think I, I don't think I watched it I missed a lot of the past UFC fights I watched the fight um the biggest thing for me with that fight is he held well mm-hmm. for the rounds what screwed him up was the leg kick because if you notice when he ate the it was I believe it was, I counted him five is when he wasn't able to launch off that leg anymore. He couldn't mm-hmm. even take a step forward. His, but he was maintaining his guard. So whenever he came in, he was shooting his combinations. It wasn't that he wasn't giving up; as he could not shoot off that leg. And when you take that lead leg out like that, he wasn't he wasn't able to he wasn't switching stances comfortably the way he could because again, if you switch your lead leg that you can't even launch off of to go to your back leg, you're not you're not going to be taking those jumps in. So he did with what he could. And that was amazing. You got to think he's fighting at that capacity. Leg kicks are no joke. That hurt. Oh, my God. Last night's fights, I caught some of the last clips with um, Santos. And even the inside leg kicks. Oh, my gosh. That man is not walking today. No. It was all purple and red. I was just in the leg swelling was almost instant by the fourth round. When, when, when someone takes those leg kicks, what is it that happens to the leg? Usually is it like they get bruised up or like, cause I, it was a nerve damage. Like what is it that from what you've seen when people come to you from taking leg kicks? So with the leg kicks, if they're not conditioned, depending if like they're getting kicked in the calf, you're using the, um, your calf muscle to launch into kicks. That's your stability. That's your spring as Jason likes to call it in class. That's your spring. That thing is stabilizing you, but also launching you and supporting you, not even just in your kicks, but in your punches as well. So when I've seen that go up automatically, when the tight, um, when the calf muscles tighten up, it automatically is going to affect your composure of your foot because it's going to pull on your arch and you get the tingling in your toes. You don't feel the stability. Mm-hmm. Now, inside leg kicks and that uh, into the inside thigh, that's a whole nother thing. That is such a sensitive, your adductors are so sensitive in that area. A lot of that's not conditioned well for it. And the moment that starts getting shredded, your quads just start to contract and it's very hard to keep flow with it. And that's why I have to put Voltaren on after competitions. Cause like the Voltaren, like numb, like it numbs the pain, but it's like the one thing, like, thank goodness I work from home now with the job I have and the benefits. But when I used to work at a supermarket, they're like, no, you got to come in. I was like, I can't walk. It's like, I- <laughs> yeah, there's, there's even uh, outside leg kicks. Those you got major, you got, you got your sciatica nerve that runs all the way down. Mm-hmm. You've got so many nerves that just attach at that. You got, um, everything from the inside and the outside. Like there was, um, I forget who fought. And that was the first reaction. People were like, what happened? The guy took an inside leg kick towards the knee, mm-hmm. but his whole bottom leg just cramped in and tucked in. And you know, everybody, And he said, I'm fine. He wasn't feeling it, but the nerve got impinged immediately. So the leg seized up and he oh. couldn't walk anymore, but he felt fine. And it's just shit like that happens sometimes. Like you're mentally there, the rest of your body can do it, but that leg is not going to work at that point when, when, as soon as that nerve's impinged. Yeah, that makes, uh, that's like, they, they, they really do some damage, don't they? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Hey, try try driving on a pop tires. It just doesn't work. And even if someone's conditioned, like if you look at Jay Shins, that's no joke. 
that when someone's shins are so conditioned and their technique is there, like there's, there's been like, we haven't sparred in a while, but when we would spar in the gym, the accuracy and the technique, even he's going what 30%, 40% with me after a while that hurts. He's hitting the exact same spot every single time. And that shin is just heavy and loaded. That's why you got to condition. You got to, what's the, what's <laughs> the best check a kick, <laughs> check a kick, grab a kick. Yeah. Stop, stop focusing on attacking. <laughs> check, move. Don't be there. <laughs> you know, it's, not, it's not about conditioning, like fucking move, like get the hell out of the way. You don't want to get hit. Either you block it or you move. Man, if you when you take them, you just yeah. better hope you're conditioned. That's that's so. But what's the way to condition the shins? Like I know you say move, check, bag like, a lot. Kick, the kick the bag a lot. Stop bags. doing the rolling pins. Stop kicking freaking bats and coke uh, bottles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard people glass bottles and rolling and uh, like sticks on the. You know, you kill the nerves, but you don't make the bones any harder. And that's the thing. That that's the biggest thing. It's the bone you need the microfactures like get a good get a good quality heavy bag get a solid heavy bag not one of those marshmallow ones and kick the hell out of it and plus you get to work on your technique for kicking like learn your body mechanics learn the basics like train the basics get really good at those basics because man those say those save lives the rolling pin isn't going to do anything for you who kicks you going down your shin nobody it doesn't happen anywhere so that's like the biggest thing okay so like rolling pin does not work it's all you're doing is killing nerve endings but you're not strengthening the shin and you need to have those micro fractures to build muscle um for bone remodeling so it's stronger and stronger every time like yeah this can you show this can you show him your leg show me your leg I don't know. You're just gonna Can see you see? Can you yeah. See? You're see. No, you're going to see this. This is what I want him to see. Do you, do you want to see my shin, Drew? Sure. That's so, <laughs> that's so weird. No, but because you, you look at it and everybody else, once they stare, they're like, holy shit. Yeah. This thing is. Yeah, go ahead. Let's see. All right. Come oh. all the way through. Yeah, yeah there's like that? a lot of there's like a lot of marks there. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When that hits, that's not fun. And it's just, you have to outcondition somebody else. That's basic. It's, you got to be better than somebody else. So it's, it's the heavy back work. It's the that heavy was back really work. weird. <laughs> yeah. But listen, it's going to help people know what to do. Cause you know, the thing is too, we get my karate school. I mean, you know, we get people that say, I want to compete. I want to compete. But luckily the teacher I have, cause like, not all, but some are going to be say, yeah, no problem. We'll throw you in competitions, but they don't properly prepare you for the conditioning. Mine has done this for 30 years. He's not going to throw you in there. He's going to make sure you're ready and conditioned. That's what I like about him. So thank, thank, thank you, Shian Pierre. You don't rush people. You, you tell them to take their time and that's what you need. Exactly. So what's uh, so the last question I have here is what's the hope for 2022? I know it's going to be good. It's going to end well. Because it's been, we're all busy. What's the hope for you guys? What's the goals for you guys for 2022 this year? Um, just get more students, get more, get my guys more fights, get my team more fights, and build. Just keep building up uh, my student uh, student base. So, you know, uh, hopefully within the next two to three years, uh, move into a, a bigger spot. Because uh, you know, a lot of the class is getting really packed right now, but. 
you know, it's not, it's not consistent enough to um, expand. expand at the mm -hmm. moment. So uh, when that time comes, I'll make the decision to pull the trigger and get a, get a, a much, a much bigger gym. Nice. But yeah, just, I don't have uh, too much long-term goals. I just keep going forward and doing the best I can every day. Awesome. What about for you, Cindy, with the uh, Happy Panda now launching their app? And uh, what's the what's what's the goal for 2022? Um, my biggest thing is just like, like I always tell people I can never stop learning. So I got new certs coming up. Um, I'm getting recertified again for sports massage. And it's funny, a lot of people are like, well, didn't you get that last year? I'm like, yeah, but it's a different instructor this year. And my biggest thing is how somebody um, uh, states something one way and how they show something can be completely different on how it was learned before. So I can always, I'm always learning. I'm always reading books, always upping my knowledge, always reading clinical trials. I can always take from what's going on around me. And it's just growing that knowledge base and just making sure I'm taking awesome care of my clients and making sure the gym is running smooth. And definitely we want the gym to grow definitely eventually get into a bigger space. If anybody wants to help us with a bigger space, that would be awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope, uh, once this episode airs, I hope you guys can get, it. we got to get it to the chef Shankos too. Cause you know, we, we got to grow it. I mean, they need, they can, they're going to see, I spoke to you guys. So uh, this is a, this is an announcement. This is a statement to Valentina, the bullet chef Shanko Valentina. I don't care if it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I'd love to have you on as the goat of combat sports. One of the goats. There's like, a, there's a few it's subjective, but she's up there. Uh, same with you, Antonina. If you want to come on, you know, I've had Cindy and Jason. So guys make sure to support them. I mean, they always support you guys, but I mean, this show it's like, it's, it's crazy. What's happened since, uh, since I've had you guys on and it's like, it's, it's crazy. Like some of the most views ever. And uh, where can people connect with you guys if they uh, want to train or learn about rehabbing? Uh, just hit up the hit up if you want to train, uh, train some Muay Thai. If you want to, uh, you know, if your dream is to compete, um, then uh, hit up my Instagram and draw the Muay Thai uh, on Instagram and then uh, my Facebook as well. Uh, you can message me. Uh, you can if you, if you just want to have any uh, conversations or you have any questions, uh, check out my personal one, uh, Ridiculous J702. And those, that's my, my personal Instagram. And then, or you, you could just uh, come by the gym and uh, start training. Mm -hmm. What about you, Cindy? Uh, my Instagram coach Panda LV. Uh, my information's on there. You message me through there. You get me directly. Um, I, you could talk to me about uh, recovery, booking sessions, getting sessions in. Even if you don't, if, even if you're not training, that's the biggest thing. Even if it's not, you're not doing a striking sport. I'm working with all level athletes. So definitely interested. If you want to come check me out, definitely do. Or you could find me here training on Drone Muay Thai. Awesome. All right, guys. And make sure as for the Drew experience, make sure to hit the like, share, subscribe button. If you like this, they'll be on YouTube and all audio platforms. We've, we've versatile where the show that's 80% combat sports and 20% everything else. And then once again, as for the Shevchenko sisters who who've seen my conversations, guys, I'm going to have you on soon. And we could have all four of you. We could have all five. We're going to, if we could get, we could get you two with one of them or all of them with Pavel. Pavel wants to come up. We're going to make that episode 3000 to 10,000 more, a million views. You got to, it's going to, we got to push it to the viewers in Kyrgyzstan somehow. <laughs> Definitely. 
All right, guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Hey, Thank thanks, you Drew. so much, Drew. It's always a pleasure. You take care. Good seeing you, Rob.